Levels, levels. Levels, levels. That looks good. Okay. Hey, based on last week's show, I think I... God. I think I finally settled on our tagline for the end of the show. (laughs) Okay, I I guess there's no time like 90 episodes in to do that. Well, we've tried several different things, but I, I really like this one, but there's just one problem. It only works if there's a mess during the show. Okay, so so why is that a problem? There, well, there's got to be a mess during the show. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, have you listened to the previous eighty nine episodes? It's not a problem. <laughs> Hi, Toppers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure and messes are always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? So, we, we, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's great. Um, love, <laughs> lovely weather here. Uh, earlier today, uh, we don't normally talk about work. I'm just gonna, earlier today, I got on a conference call or a video conference because, you know, that equals work now. And, um, I was, we were waiting for a couple of people because that's always an effective use of everybody's time. And so when I joined, somebody says, Hey, Todd, how you doing? I said, Hey, how's it going? And I went, Oh, no, no, no. Oh, wrong show. Wrong show. Wrong show. Yeah. That's (laughs) gotta, gotta save the good stuff for the show. Yeah. Well, we're on Thursday this week, not Wednesday or or Tuesday, as we have done. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. By the way, I've also got a backup plan from the cold open, just from the and, and you can you uh-huh. can you can use the tagline at the end and you know see if whatever. But I was thinking, in the unlikely event of a water landing, sorry, uh, that's a different thing. In the unlikely event that there isn't a mess in the show, um. I do have a backup plan that before you get to the tagline that we can absolutely make sure that the tagline still works if we haven't created a problem. And that is right at the end. When you say, Todd, I'll just turn the podcast over to Tony Carrenti and his NFL officiating crew and give them a couple of minutes. And trust me, there will be a mess. Oh, oh, they will absolutely make a mess of whatever they touch. Whatever, whatever. Hey, Hey, Tony, what do you think about gravity? Well, for some people, it affects others. Like, great. There you go. Thanks, Tony. And tagline. So anyway, I, I got it covered. Don't worry about it. Gravity is a point of, uh, a point of emphasis during this season. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> I don't care. Yes, I know it's a point of emphasis. Was it taunting? I, I, a week and a half later, I still have not let this go. Yeah, I'm I noticed. Still, still... I am still riled up about this. You know... I, I've been thinking about this as my team has just fallen off the edge for five years. You know, at one point, this stuff was fun. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember when following teams were fun? <laughs> was fun? Were fun. Was fun. It, teams, but 
when following what? There we corrected. Thank you, Grammarly. Um, anyway, remember on the when that was fun? And and now now so little fun. Anyway, speaking of fun, do we have any uh feedback? <laughs> uh, I had I think I had one note from toddler number one. Um, she wanted to know if we were going to offer um, wristbands on Zazzle that say WWTD for what would Todd do? I like it. Uh, I'm going to go. Let's see. I'm sure they, they offer them, right? I'm sure they do. Do you want them in uh, Lance Armstrong, Livestrong colors? Uh, you know, that's still not a great brand. Uh, not the Livestrong, <laughs> the Armstrong brand. That's still not a strong. Let's let's stay away from that. Stay away from that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was one other thing. She apparently got through a couple of different episodes. The the Jesse's Wall episode. Yes. Yep. Didn't. Didn't didn't somebody get in trouble at one point for torturing prisoners with baby shark over and over and over? That was a suggestion. Just blast baby shark at them. Hmm. Okay. All right. Kind of a yeah. kind of a Ted Lasso callback there too. Funny uh funny story. We were watching yes. season two of uh Ted Lasso. Again. And uh and near the end of season two, I believe the crowd starts singing uh, for for Jamie Tart. Yes, and uh, and Lisa says, "Hey, that's the baby shark thing. <laughs> I hadn't caught that before. Now, now, admittedly, we have no reason to have baby shark on here in the house for any reason whatsoever. So that's fair." So, so we're both pretty well insulated from the incessant. We missed the whole baby shark wave, but, but, but it was, it was suddenly just like, Hey, I know what that is now. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'm going to say, uh, Lucas was well beyond a baby shark when it came out as also, but I still knew what it was and I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why. That's on you at that point. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Did Lisa have any feedback? Uh, one note. Uh, we've got it before. I'm going to guess we're going to get it again. Uh, too much sports. And then I said, or hear me out. Maybe there wasn't enough. And she says, nope, nope, nope. Too much. <laughs> so anyway. I think we should, I think we should probably, we need to put like a football emoji or something on any of the episode titles that like, if it's sports heavy, it doesn't matter what the title is. We just put like a little football on it. And, and then you know that she can just punt that one, right? (laughs) 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 Oh, so let's see. What else did we have this week? Just not uh, the, the, the mailbox is pretty light. Uh, I've got, I've got several items in follow up. Uh, toddler negative 18 sent me this. Where am I in looking? your text? Oh, wait, sorry. I sent it to Alan Dries. Hold on. I'll send it to you as well. A little shout out to Alan there on the, 
um, on the podcast. Not that he listens. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> yep. All right. That's a meme. Uh, it's a character from uh, Barney Miller. Very good. And it's uh, it is Eric Estrada and Larry Wilcox. And the fact that I know that means that there's a very important fact that is no longer in my brain. Uh, in their uniforms, uh, and it says, "Who gets this?" And it's very clear that that's fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> yep that 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 came from Sarah Judson Brown, and I sent her back. Fun fact: prior to his actual death in January of 2016, Abe Vigoda fish was a constant victim of celebrity death hoaxes. Funnier fact, five minutes ago, I still thought Abe Vigoda was still alive. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, oh, and I guess there, there were two things. Fish sticks! You should get audio of the clip of Amy yelling fish sticks. And use it as a sound effect, like Lindsay's laugh. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Oh, uh, the question is: so, Does Amy think it's a really good idea or not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and if you're curious, uh, I I still have the Barney Miller theme running through my head right now, which is always a fun thing to do. <laughs> and I would hum it. But I have been told unequivocally that I am not allowed to sing anymore on this podcast. So and Hummy is singing adjacent. So yep. we just yep. stay away. Just the whole thing. Yep. Yep. You're welcome, toddlers. In particular, toddler number one. <laughs> you're, you're, you're barely allowed to even talk about notes. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I got to get permission before I can even do that. Uh, let's see. How about some follow-up things that we needed to, well, things that we needed to clean up from last week or, or stuff like that. Did you have Uh, stuff? I know I've got a couple. Okay, go ahead. So you, when you were talking about what you were watching last week. Yes. You said, while we were doing the bond ketchup and I went, there's bond ketchup. Because we've done several weeks worth of these, you know, sauces that get mixed together. And I thought maybe there was, oh, no, no, wait. He was catching up on James Bond. There is no Bond ketchup. Well, okay. So I I constantly look for, I constantly look for business opportunities for talking to Todd Inc. (laughs) to expand its empire. Um, So Bond ketchup. Now we're going to have to talk to, uh, we're going to have to talk to Aeon Productions or Aeon Productions. um oh oh i know Mm, go ahead it it is on brand though because you know what drives me more crazy than anything else what's that it's when the water just collects at the top of the ketchup and you squirt it okay so you know what you need to do with that ketchup bottle before you serve it you need to shake it not stir yes not stir it yes that ketchup is definitely shaken and not stirred (laughs) I, I was, did not. That just came to me. I did not set this all up just so that I could tell that joke. I did not. I swear I didn't. I swear. I swear I didn't. 
I, I was just going to say to make sure that we that we move some product. Um, I think I think once we get the permission to do this, then then it needs to come with with every purchase of an Aston Martin. There's a bottle of Bond ketchup in the glove box. <laughs> Why is this here? Cross promotion, dude. Cross promotion. Did you just buy an Omega watch? Here's some Bond ketchup. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that might be it. Okay, cool. Um, we've talked about, well, uh, I don't know if this is follow up, but I know Lisa did not because I read it on Facebook. Lisa did not have a very good travel experience this week. Um, is that follow up? Well, I, I think I think what I'm going to do is it's probably follow up, but I would rather have Lisa explain it because um, she lived it right. So it's it's probably her story to tell. What what I will say. So I think this is a follow up. This is a teaser to follow up maybe next week. What I will say is just as a as a teaser when we talk about didn't have a good experience. What I will say is she found out that Delta Airlines has a protocol that you don't know about and you don't want to know about because if they have to invoke it a lot of people have had a really really bad trip <laughs> and i'm just going to leave it at that so quick quick story one time and maybe i've told you this one time when we flew into san diego our my bag my bag actually well it was amy's bag but my stuff was packed in it fell off the cart on the tarmac and got dragged. Never tell you this. I show you these pictures. No, no, I will post them for everybody so you can see, but my, my bag, Amy's bag got dragged underneath the cart on the tarmac for apparently quite a ways. And we're waiting for our bags and waiting for our bags and waiting for our bags and waiting. And all the other bags are gone. And the other two show up because Lucas was with us. The other two show up and we're waiting. And then eventually they roll my bag towards us on this dolly, which is more like a gurney at this point. (laughs) Because the bag is so dead, burnt, charred from getting drug on the ground. I'm surprised it wasn't just like in a big trash bag. Here you go. We did everything we could. Well, we <laughs> we found your stuff and and we kind of tried to put it back together. But not only was it the bag on the gurney, but some of my clothes were also just <laughs> sitting on the gurney. And the people in the Delta baggage office first said, oh my God, this is terrible. This never happens. This never, never happens. And then reached underneath the counter, pulled out a bag and handed me a bag. Dude, if this never happens, you do not have a bag at the ready to hand me. And it wasn't, it wasn't just a duffel. It had, it had wheels on it. It was a actual good bag that I used for probably a year afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. There's a protocol for this. Don't tell me this never happens. You're prepared. I've never seen that happen. Sign here and here. Here's your new bag, and all taken care of. Um, you'll be getting a uh, you'll be getting a satisfaction survey in the next day. Please rate us a five. 
Actually, and actually, I got to go shopping mm. for a new bag that they replaced. <laughs> and any clothes that they had damaged, and all I had to do was was generically say maybe it had been damaged, and they didn't even bat an eye. I bought I bought a brand new I bought a brand new bag that I used for probably five or six years, a really good Samsonite one that was fantastic. And then eventually it got busted and got replaced also by Delta or maybe by Samsonite. It was, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. Talking about protocols where there's no protocols, but there's protocols. Yeah. One more, just, just to be clear, promoing Lisa's story. Um, there's, there's no happy ending like that. Um, but there were a lot of bags involved, very small paper bags involved. Anyway, we'll get to that next week. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Thanksgiving episode. That sounds good. Oh, (laughs) we'll do special, special guest or maybe guests for the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'm yes, we're going to have to figure out recording time because studio A is also Lindsay's bedroom when she comes down. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to have to figure out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe she'll be on. Maybe not. I don't, we'll see. She maybe she'll have... be on. Maybe Lisa will be on. Maybe the whole family. Yeah. Some, you know, who knows? <laughs> they, who knows? They, they may be too busy. Hey, do you want to record on the podcast? Yeah, I got plans. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. What do we have for the, what do we have for this week? Well, we'll see whether or not this sticks or not. Do you want to dip into Tech Corner now that Apple is going to let us repair our own devices? <laughs> um, we, we, yeah, good news. Uh, Apple, Apple announced. So Apple's been under a lot of pressure in the last couple of years from the right to repair movement, which yes. is trying to put legislation in all states and the federal government that you ought to be able to repair the things that you own meaning the manufacturer needs to supply repair manuals and parts and tools so that you can repair your own things. At least provide you the ability to purchase them. Yes. Right. We're not, we're not talking about you. giving them for free. No, right. but you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. be able to yeah. buy them and you have to buy them for, I would say a reasonable cost, right? Like the screen replacement sure. can't cost more than a brand new phone. Now, this is going, I mean, Apple's been targeted, lots of others. Um, one of the other ones is, uh, especially in uh, in the Midwest, um, for years, uh, brand new, um, like John Deere tractors and combines, um, you can't mm. do anything yourself. You have to go through, like the computer will shut it down uh, and, you, and your tractor becomes inoperable and you have to go through John Deere. And so it's not just Apple, but Apple is the biggest, yes. They brick your tractor? Yes. Oh, sweet Lord. Yes. If you, there are, yes, they will, it becomes totally inoperable because everything goes through the ECU and the ECU says, oh, I've been tampered with. They say it's for safety purposes. And you know, you, you may, you may not, you may not understand what you're doing. Yeah. Because you won't give us the repair manuals and the parts. Um, so you have to, you have to go through John Deere. You have to pay John Deere prices and everything else. Okay. So Apple's been the focus. Of this. So yesterday, uh, out of the blue, Apple announced starting early next year, they're going to have a self-repair program. You can repair yourself now 
I guess. I don't know. Hmm. That sounds more like a therapy thing. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be a Barnes and Noble right next to the self-help books. <laughs> yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah. There you go. Just okay. whatever you need. Um, and they're going to start with, uh, they're going to start with their most popular products, the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 13 series. And they're going to start with the most, po- most, I don't know. Hmm. Is it most popular? And eh, that sounds like the wrong word. Uh, repairs, um, screen, battery, camera. Um, and what they're going to do is you're going to be able to go online and they'll have a repair manual and you have to read the repair manual first to look at what it is that you're supposed to do. And then at the end of it, if you want, you will be able to order replacement parts and the tools to do that directly from Apple. They will ship you. You have to pay for them. They'll ship them to you. You can repair your own thing. And if you send in the damaged part, they will give you credit for returning the damaged part. They then said that they're going to continue expanding it. This will then move on to M1 Max. Um in the fall and then it will also expand to more types of repairs but and they're planning on having at least 200 different parts and tools available um now here's the thing um i've taken apart apple stuff before like i've i've yeah. i've done that right yep, um i have too yep the the 27 inch imac that we're recording on i've had this open multiple times um i had a uh yeah i've never torn open an imac Oh, you've never gotten to use the suction cups. No. Yeah, you need suction cups. Um, I've torn apart. Uh, I've torn apart three iMacs, and this twenty-seven inch has been torn apart twice. Um, it's not for the faint of heart to tear apart a two-thousand-dollar computer. <laughs> um, you're like, eh, I don't know about this. Um, the worst thing that I ever tore apart was remember the white iBooks that they had, their consumer grade laptops they had around 2010. Um, oh, yeah. As I say that, Dwayne is walking and pulling out a white iBook. Yes. So that I still have my 2008 model. Okay. So that model, probably, I think, because I'm not sure exactly when they fixed some of this. Um, one of the ways to boost that computer to make it run much faster was to take out the ridiculously slow hard drive and put an SSD hard drive in. Um, oh yeah, the hard hard drive sits, I believe, under the left wrist, uh, where the wrist, the, your left wrist is. I think it sits under there, opposite of the battery. Um, I did that on multiple iBooks. Um, as I remember, to get to the hard drive to take it out, there were thirty-seven separate screws. <laughs> Each of them glued in. Um. They were all in with Loctite. They weren't glued in, but they were in with Loctite. And you also had to separate the plastic um, case without <laughs> breaking the plastic case, right? So you had to you had to use a, a spludger and uh, open that up. And then I actually used an, an ice cube tray um, for all the parts to put in here. The, these four go Smart. in here, and then this one goes here, <laughs> and then you just put them back. Anyway, um, it's a lot of work. It was a lot of work. They eventually fixed it and made it much easier. When you took the battery out, there was two screws you could slide in the hard drive out. And I was like, oh, that's that's better. Yeah, yeah. That was that could have saved me and a few hours. The older those machines got, the more brittle the plastic got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, um, I got Apple. Um, Apple gave an out-of-warranty replacement and replaced the upper and lower, uh, upper and lower palm rest area because it uh, 
it turned yellow and then shattered, which is not what you want where your wrist rests on the computer huh. shattered hard plastic. Yep. They replaced you- it once for me. Uh, definitely out of warranty, but definitely covered. <laughs> yep. So anyway, um, Apple said they're going to start this. Uh, some people were very happy that they're going to do this. So you, you could start replacing your own battery, um, which might be good um, down the road. Other people are thinking that this is... Um, this isn't enough. They should be offering more. They they should be doing more things. Um, here's the thing. It's getting a lot of press. If you assume that Apple sells, I don't know, in the, the iPhone 13 worldwide will probably sell somewhere around 300 million units, I bet, over the course of its life. Maybe 200 million. The, the percentage of people who will buy the parts and <laughs> take their phone apart to fix it, it's very, very small. But what Apple has now done is there's been pressure from legislatures. We're going to make rules about this. And Apple's going to say, yeah, we provide the parts and the tools and the manual, and you can do it yourself. The other piece that's that's a little interesting about this is so, so Gruber wrote about this yesterday and today, and he got a note from a reader who said, well, everybody thinks that Apple's kind of like, here's the thing. Apple is saying a lot of this repair stuff, there's a lot of security stuff around it because somebody could basically bypass all the security stuff. If you don't do things the right way. People are saying that Apple's saying, other people say that's an excuse. The reality is, like most complicated things in the world that nobody, that we have forgotten, this is the other podcast, is we've forgotten as a country that two things can be true at the same time. Um, It is a security risk, and Apple has also done this to make some money. However, this this guy wrote in and said, uh, and again, this is third, fourth, seventh hand or whatever. Uh, a reader for Daring Fireball said that his kids have an iPhone 6S Plus. That's an old phone. That's six. I think that's six years old. There you go. You got one of those two. You got. You got it. This is a five. This is okay. the talking to Todd. Phone is a five. Your your collection of old Apple gear is is approaching mine. I mean, I've got I've got the first Mac, the first iPad, the first iPod. You've got a lot of other stuff. Anyway, um, so iPhone 6S's, one needed the camera replaced. The other needed a new battery. He took it to an Apple store and said, can you, can you fix these for six-year-old phones? The camera replacement was $59. The battery replacement was $49. So out the door for $108, Apple repaired two six-year-old phones, fix them, and they're still working. So I don't know how much, like, I don't know that this is going to bring down the cost. Everybody thinks that this is a a huge moneymaker, realistically. Mm. Realistically, Apple had, um, the revenue that Apple's getting from this is pales in comparison to the legislative pressure coming. So just fix it. I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming once this goes live, if you if you have any concerns, you just go to TikTok, and I'm sure somebody will be dancing, <laughs> fixing a phone, and you'd be like, "How hard could this be?" 
to make this podcast accessible, Dwayne has been doing what I assume to be a TikTok dance. The fact that Dwayne knows what it is and the fact that I don't makes me feel very good about myself. I'm so sad right now. I am so <laughs> sad that I knew a TikTok dance. And and I am so happy, so happy that this is an audio medium and not a video. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of tech, kind of tech adjacent sort of stuff, I guess. Did you see yeah. the Staples Center is going to be renamed? Remember when? Remember when the whole commercial naming thing started happening? And we thought, how terrible that places that we used to know as places are now being called by corporate names. It felt terrible, right? Candlestick. Right. I mean, now it's known by a new name, parking lot, but I get yeah. what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joe, Joe Robbie stadium. Yeah. And now, and now we are longing from the day for the days of the corporate sponsorships that made sense. Thank goodness for the Staples Center. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Staples Center. No, no, no. Home of the Lakers, the Clippers, the Kings. For a while. The Grammys. Um, home to a number of things is yeah. no longer going to be called. Now, we should have realized this. I can't imagine Staples has enough money to put their name. I mean, at this point, at this point, I don't think the Staples has enough money to print their own banner that says Staples Center. They have to go to Office Max and then take it, put it on the credit card. But anyway, so so we, who bought the naming rights? We we changed the name of the Staples Center. That was easy. Okay. <laughs> Which is now going to be called the Crypto. Sorry, Crypto.com Arena. As part of a 20-year naming rights deal. If crypto.com is still a thing, the text that I sent you, if crypto.com is still a thing in 20 in 20 years, I will change my name to Dwayne Von Dumbass. I absolutely will do it. I have I have zero, I have I have 100% confidence that I am not gonna need to change my name. Give me just a second. I am going to date 11-18-2041 on my calendar. <laughs> Check in <laughs> with. I am literally doing this right now in my calendar. That I will change my name to Dwayne Von Dumbass. Dwayne Von Dumbass. You know, 20 years from now. Oh, hell. Who am I kidding? Uh, 20 minutes from now, I'm going to forget all about this. <laughs> that. That's why you put it in your calendar. It's in my calendar. And 20 years from now. That's going to pop up. I'm going to go, what the hell is that? I don't know. I told myself to go do it. I'm going to need to reserve um, Dwayne.dumbass.com right now. <laughs> Just, I wonder if that's available. I'm absolutely certain that it is. Oh, I need to remember to take the recycling out that day too. Okay. <clears throat> good night. Good night. <laughs> um, so crypto.com arena. Yay. By the way, um, did you, I mean, we're laughing like, oh my God, can you believe this? And you, they signed a 20 year deal. Yeah. Did you see what the deal is reportedly worth? No. Okay. We're going to play America's favorite pastime. Dwayne, guess a number. 
It's a 20 year naming rights deal for the arena for a famous quote unquote famous arena. It won't be famous for long in, in LA where the Lakers, not the Clippers play. Assuming, assuming that the rising sea levels haven't turned it in, in into a, into an aquarium at that point, how much do you think that would be worth? Uh, I don't know the foggiest idea. I'm just pulling numbers out of the air. Well, Over- well do, do this. Think about how much would you pay per like one year? What would you? What do you think one year is worth? Well, one year is probably worth twenty five million dollars. Okay, but. But, uh, you know, you're probably paying more in year one than you pay in year 20 uh, over the course of the life of the thing. I don't know. Maybe this is a $750 million deal. Holy crap. You're sandbag. It's $700 million. Close however, enough. However, oh. yeah. you did go over oh. the actual retail price. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> or or Drew. So you're, it's Bob. It's Bob. It's always okay. Bob. It, it always, always is, Bob. always will be Bob. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, $700 billion. I guess here's my thought, right? It, you're running the Staples Center. You're trying to make some money. You're like, hey, I don't know. And then and then somebody named, they're like, mm, uh, sir, uh, the people from Crypto.com are here to talk about naming rights. And you're like, just tell them I'm busy. Sir, they have one of those really big uh, publishers clearinghouse checks for seven hundred million dollars. Send them right in. Get them some water. <laughs> Get them whatever they want. Get them the good water, but not in a plastic <laughs> bottle, because we stopped doing that. Okay, so hopefully, hopefully they brought their Nalgene bottles. They can fill up from the good tap. Monday night, I was refing in. Uh, Brody Middle School Gymnasium. No no sponsorship. Is that Talking Stick Resort Brody Middle School Stadium? <laughs> no, it's sponsored by Bitcoin. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, I teed a seventh grade girl up for shouting and expletive after she made a basket so you called her for taunting uh yeah actually i kind of did <laughs> yeah it it started with an f and it ended with an uck um see now you're was, just becoming you're just becoming the man now that's it, just <laughs> which which was then followed by a yeah. and it, it was a great ball game the gym was loud. The crowd was into it. The kids were into it. It was a whole lot of fun. The but player was, was loud. <laughs> the player was really loud. Um, tonight, a, a girl got fouled. And um, as she's walking over towards me to take the ball out of bounds, she says, bitch. Guess we're shooting free throws there, too. But she knew immediately what she'd done, turned around, walked away from me, walked over to her bench and sat down. So, you know, um, but I think the 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 uh, the topper tonight was one girl, the girls got tied up and at the end of it, one girl grabbed the other by the hair and helped her to the ground. In the NFL, that's legal. You can do that if it's outside the helmet. 
but I can tell you what isn't legal in the NFL or at the middle school where I was officiating. A girl came out of the stands and onto the court to defend her friend who got thrown to the ground, who then got escorted out by the athletic director. And the girl who did the throwing, her coach took her out and sent her to the locker room and with the assistant coach and was done for the night. I didn't, I didn't even have to eject her off. She went, I, I signed up for these games and we're doing three middle school games at the beginning of the year here because I wanted to see some basketball, just something and run up and down the court a little bit, right. Before we got started with varsity basketball, I just wanted to get, get my legs underneath me and crazy stuff happens in seventh grade basketball stuff that you would absolutely never expect to happen and happens more often at that level. And I told Alan who I ref with probably 25 or 30 nights a year. If we do these games, we'll see this stuff. And then if it should actually happen at a varsity game, we'll be more prepared for it because we've seen it. And because we've dealt with it, we know how to, how to, you know, manage through this. And he looks at me, he says, that's a really positive spin. You just keep thinking that way, man. (laughs) Oh, fun. So uh, along your, the coach took care of it. You didn't even have to reject her. He was fine. Yeah. 2017, I saw the opposite happen. Because this can go a different way. Um, Real Salt Lake was hosting Manchester United in Salt Lake City for a friendly. Uh-huh. The key word is friendly, right? Which is it's supposed to be an <laughs> exhibition, right? That means it doesn't yeah. count towards anybody's points. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, uh, RSL, the Rio Tinto Stadium, seats like 20,000 people. <laughs> We've got Manchester United literally six blocks from my house. It was like, hey, Lindsay and I are having fun. The RSL players are in the middle of their season, and Manchester United is here in July as a warm-up for their regular season. So they're just starting training camp, and they're just wanting some stuff. And here's the thing. When you're an internationally known team and you play friendlies, everybody on the field is going to play really, really hard because they want to impress the coaches of Manchester United because, hey, that guy's great. We should sign him, right? So... So while it's a friendly, like everybody's like, and it got a little chippy and, uh, and there were some hard fouls that RSL was giving that the referee was taking care of and handing out yellow cards or whatever. But finally, one of the, one of the Man City, Man, sorry, Man United players had enough and just took out one of the RSL players in just a cheap, dirty move, just took him out and the crowd starts booing and everything else. And you the referee walks over takes the player over and they had the big screen on him and you can kind of read lips a little bit and basically the referee went over i think marino may have been the coach uh jose marino respect i think he may have been the coach and basically the ref walks the guy over and tells the coach take him out just it's a friendly just take him out and the coach said shook his no and the referee says Come on. It's a it's an exhibition game. Take him out. 
And the coach, no. So the referee then kind of like almost drops his head a little bit like, you're really going to make me do this? Reaches in his back pocket. (laughs) Red card. (laughs) See ya. Get out. (laughs) And I'm sure the referee's like, I had to red card a guy. And if I tried to do the right thing, I just told the coach, just take him out. And then you can replace him with another player. And now you got to play a man down because just take him out. Because you were dumb. Sweet yep. Lord. Because he wanted, he wanted to make a point to this MLS referee. Trust me. The MLS referees aren't worth making a point to. Anyway, <laughs> that's an outtake. We've we discussed that already. All right. Where are we at? Are we, are we near the end at this point? Oh wow! Uh, what do you what What have you been watching this week? Did, did you? Hey, did we we talked about we talked about the Bond catch up? Did you get caught up on Bond? Yes, last Saturday uh, or Saturday. Some people would be like, last Saturday was two weeks ago, not the pre. Whatever, a couple of days ago, last weekend, whatever. We went and saw No Time to Die. Uh-huh. Uh, we we carved out seventeen and a half hours out of our day. <laughs> we went to the theater. And we, we did, we did go see it. Um, so yes, um, uh, quick, just, just quick reaction afterwards, Lisa did say, because, you know, we, we talked about, we had the opportunity to do that ahead of time. Right. Um, and we would have gone and we could have watched it up in the, the Lake district. Mm-hmm. Lisa did say, as we walked out of there, she said, I'm really glad that we watched the other movies because otherwise none of that would have made any sense. Well, particularly the Leia Sadu stuff. Yeah, I mean, there, there's just, I mean, there was a lot of callbacks to a lot of stuff. And so there really was, right? If, but I mean, wasn't, didn't you think it was a really, really great arc and close to the arc for Daniel Craig? Now, I'm a Bond guy. I, I get it. I know I'm all in and, and probably more than you, but I, I was not impressed with that movie as much as other people are. Um, I have my main reason you would have to, you'd have to put the spoiler horn in. So we're, I'm going to say this and then you can cut this out because you're just cutting everything out. (laughs) I I don't have a spoiler horn, but we'll make Lindsay laugh. Okay, go ahead. I understand what they're trying to do. I understand the arc. I understand. I understand all of that, what they're trying to do, but looked at from a very specific way. This is a movie that the bad guy wins. The bad guy defeats bond. That's never happened before in 25 times. Yeah. And that's not what I understand. They're trying to, they're trying to set it all. Like, that's not what this is. (laughs) That's just me whining. And I know, I know why I'm whining. And he will be back. And Lisa's like, what the hell are they going to do about that? <laughs> like, they're going to have to get rid of everybody because otherwise Ray Fiennes is going to go, who the hell are you? Bond, James Bond. <laughs> no, you're not. No, 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 nope. you're not. Nope. Q, new Q, <laughs> new M, new money penny, new, what, what, you're, it's like playing a video game. Ooh. Oh, hmm. Huh. Start over. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <clears throat> There's Todd's review. <laughs> Good movie, though. I mean, 
I did don't, talk with don't. somebody. I, I said it was like a three. I said it's a three hour movie. And somebody said it doesn't feel like a three hour movie. I kind of see what they're saying. It did keep you on the edge of your seat. There uh-huh. was a lot, but it uh-huh. didn't. It it didn't have the going to the gambling planet in the middle Star Wars section where you're like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's Dwayne's nap scene. I appreciated that. <laughs> oh, well, certainly that's going to pay off down the road. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, also, after we got that wrapped up, um, also, this is this is me completing stuff that we've talked about. Um, uh-huh. I also finished Only Murders in the Building, season uh-huh. one. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a good show. Man, that's a good show. Really good. The cameo for Steve Martin's stunt double. (laughs) Chef's kiss. Like just, Oh my goodness. That, that is worth the entire show is worth it. Just that good episode. Um, Speaking, didn't speaking of speaking of cameos. Have I talked about watching free guy? You did say that you watched it and it was really good. And the cameos in Free Guy are fantastic too. Okay. okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. What else? Um, oh, and then um, I had mentioned a couple of weeks ago. So this is <laughs> Lisa's gone again. So uh, so she was gone last. So the first week that she was gone on the road was finishing Rutherford Falls. Week two was finishing Only Murders in the Building. She's gone this week. This has been me uh, work uh, going through the Foundation series the, on Apple TV. The one that I oh, said, yeah. you know where all the money went. What I will tell you is, um, it is uh, I, I didn't get all the way through it because these aren't half hour episodes. These are full hour episodes. And um, I did say, man, you know where they spent all the money? The first episode, they spent all the money in the first episode. Everything else looks nice. But you said, oh. Like the Mandalorian, and I said, "Oh, so much better than the Mandalorian." Mm, rest of the episodes, probably a little closer to the Mandalorian, a little nicer. Okay. But um, what I will say, however, interesting show, um, interesting characters. I'm I'm into it. Um, however, if you decide to watch this, you have to pay attention. This is not a background. This is this is not a background show um, at all. Uh, it tells a story over a thousand years. And some of the actors played different characters hundreds of years apart, but they look identical. Let me put it that way. Well, that's going to get confusing. I would suggest you're going to want to watch this, uh, pay attention. You're going to want to be able to back up and you're going to want to be able, you're going to want some pen, pen like a pencil, <laughs> some paper to jot down. I'm going to you know, playing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty good. So anyway, still working through it. But at one point I'm like, wait, okay. So we jumped forward in time. Okay. But that person, okay, wait, now that person was playing this person, but now they're playing this. And I understand the, the, the story makes perfectly good sense. It explains all of it. And it's, it's really important actually to the story, but you're just like, they couldn't hire somebody different. I mean, is is the new person related to the old person like five generations later? Or is it just some totally different <laughs> random character? Never mind. It doesn't. One one word for you. Yeah. Cloning. Okay. 
and it actually, again, it makes perfect sense in the story. Sure. You get sure. it. You get all of yep. it. That's but at, why. But, yep. but at every scene, you basically go, wait, which one is that? <laughs> God, this is, I took master's degree classes that were easier to understand and get through <laughs> than this show, but I still recommend it. I didn't watch Game of Thrones because I couldn't keep all the characters straight. And they were all played by different people. I can't imagine this. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. So, anyway, so anyway, there you go. That's me catching up on stuff. Um, what are you watching? Have you gotten to Red Notice yet? Um, I have not. When we went to the theater, I saw Red Notice and I thought, wait, didn't I see that on Netflix? Uh-huh. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix and in the theaters. I don't know if it's in. Oh, is it in the theaters? Yes. I watched it on Netflix. I could have bought tickets to it. Um, But we'd only paid for seven hours of parking, so I didn't have any time to watch. (laughs) It's a long movie. It's a long movie. Anyway, how was that? Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds. uh, The bullfight scene. I about spit coffee out my nose twice. Absolutely friggin' hilarious. Really good, uh, entertaining. It's not going to win any awards. It's not going to, you know, it's it's absolutely light. And, you know, it's a think Thomas Crown Affair, except not as well written. Okay. And that's giving Thomas Crown Affair a whole lot of credit. <laughs> but both of them, the the original and the remake, either one of them, yeah, whatever. Um, but I, I absolutely recommend it. It's a good two hours. I watched it on the plane. It's pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Uh, I And then I also, I started watching Peaky Blinders. Have you watched Peaky Blinders? Uh, I have not. No. This is a street gang set in England, Birmingham, and in 1919. And it's based on a real street gang. It's all fictional, but there are some characters in it that did really exist. And there are now, there, there will be six seasons. Cillian Murphy is the lead character in it uh think sopranos with a whole lot of dirt and mud (laughs) you know the mob the mafia the whatever disorganized disorganized crime in 1919 i guess um i like it it's pretty i'm in the middle of season two at this point i I'm clearly not done with everything on the internet because I'm watching this. It, it's good. It's it it gets really good reviews. I, I'm enjoying it. So I guess I, I recommend that. And it's, there's something else too that I was going to tell you about. Um, oh, Amy watches Yellowstone. Do you watch Yellowstone? I do not. I know of it, uh, but I but I don't watch it. No. So I'm on the road last week. She calls me and she is hot because Yellowstone is on the Paramount network, which is not Paramount plus. (laughs) Because 
reasons. <laughs> I guess. Just like, do I got to subscribe to something else in order to watch this? As it turns out, no, it's included with our Hulu subscription. So we dodged a bullet there. But why have why have two networks? And just it, so Paramount Plus, as 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 has been well chronicled on this podcast, because it used to be CBS All Access, which was CBS Some Access or CBS Partial Access. And now Paramount Plus has a whole bunch of things that aren't that are Paramount, but are not included in the Plus. Ay ay ay! Did you learn anything this week? Yeah. So um, when I when we went to go, so we don't go to the movies a lot. We we didn't before the pandemic. We certainly this is the first time we've been to the movies since the last Star Wars came out in December of 2019. Um, and. The the movie theater situation in the undisclosed location isn't stellar. There's one company that owns the two theaters in town, and Lisa's like, "Why don't they make them nicer?" And I said, "Understand that while I might be a bleeding heart liberal, I'm going to tell you why they don't make them any nicer: lack of competition." <laughs> yep. And she's like, "Oh, I'm like, if another company came in and put in a nice theater, they'd have to invest money in these theaters, but since they're just competing with themselves." They don't have to. And that's unfortunate because when we lived in, we lived in Reno and, uh, and then we spent some time in Las Vegas. Um, there were some nice theaters and we even had a Cinemark movie pass that we could go and whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we got kind of used to the theater by us in Reno. Um, most of the theaters either had luxury loungers or were all luxury loungers. Like it was a really nice and, you kind of get used to, especially with like a three hour movie, you want some extra room. And so we kind of got used to, because we don't go that often. We'll pay a couple of extra bucks per seat for the four times a year that we go instead of going, you know, we, we, we do, we go for quality, not quantity on the movie tickets. So I'm looking at our theaters and I'm like, okay, all right, they're going to be here a while. I don't know if these things are kind of in, let's see, I'm going to let luxury seats. Well, I can't be right. Uh, let me look at a different one. So here's what they've done. They've put them in because they also have to compete against your home, right? They have to compete against Netflix. Right. They have to compete against yeah. this. So they want you to come. So you have this big screen and they're going to give you the nice, they even have one in the lobby. They have a, they have a reclining chair. Look at the luxury seats. However, they didn't want to really spend money. So instead of putting the luxury seats in the back, like in the top row in the back, because they'd have to like repour the concrete or whatever. Yeah. Or, they put them, they started at the front of the screen <laughs> and took out the seats starting at the front. So the good news is it's a, it's a, you can lean back because you have to, because you're paying extra money to look straight up for three hours and get a suntan from the reflection bouncing off. That's an immersive experience. That's what that is. What? It's, it's, it's as if like somebody had a half of a good idea, right? (laughs) Are you, are you tired of people walking in front of you at the movie theater? (laughs) We got a deal for you. Location and we got a deal for you. Do you want to sit with your nose six inches off the screen? Do you want to pay an extra $4 per seat for the 
for the for the privilege. Uh, Needless to say, we did not we did not partake of the luxury seats. We actually sat where you're supposed to sit in the theater, which is near the back. Anyway, wow. Um, the theaters in the undisclosed location are not nearly as nice as theaters where we've been the last few times. So anyway, that's what I learned. Uh, no more luxury seating for us while we're here. How about you? What'd you learn? You remember how in one of the little dips into tech corner and maybe this aired and maybe it didn't. So, um, but we talked about whether or not it was worth it for us to bundle our Apple package. Yes. Or not. Right. Yeah. I think you, I think we talked about it and you may have whooshed some of it, which is probably a good idea, but we decided that we don't buy enough Apple things to get our money out of it, but we might be able to get some advantage out of getting an Apple card, thereby getting the discount on any Apple products that we purchase or any Apple services that we purchase by putting them on the cart. Yes. That would be the only way for us to get any kind of discount. So this week I signed up for an Apple card. Now I have two Apple IDs. Oh, this is not going to go well. I'm just telling you right now. It's not going to go well. Anyway, please continue. And we have known forever that while you can change your Apple ID or you can change your email address for your Apple ID, you cannot combine Apple IDs or any of the services for which you have purchased on either of them. You can share. You can join a family, but you cannot combine. If you mistakenly sign up for the Apple card on your secondary Apple ID, it now becomes your primary Apple ID. That's what I learned this week. Well, that's handy. Here's your sign. I mean, your card. I've had to change because the primary Apple ID is the organizer for our family sharing. Had to redo that. It's where most of our purchases come from. I'm going to have to redo all of those. I still have to figure out exactly what I'm doing with my iCloud because that's where all of that is. This is a royal mess. Uh, And while admittedly, It's mostly my fault. The fact that you can't change which email address when I own them both as to which email address the card is attached to. You know how the thing that you learned about how, you know, you click on, you're on a, you're on uh you're on T-Mobile and you're just clicking away because you know exactly which one is supposed to pop through and da 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 da. And I just oh, yeah. boom yeah, and yeah. right on, just right on through. And I went, uh, huh. I wonder why that's not showing up on my phone. Fu- huh. Oh, well, this is going to be a problem. I mean, the, the worst thing about it is, I mean, let's just be honest, right? Uh, the worst thing about this is now 
when you want to use the card, if somebody asks for your email instead of instead of giving them your your Dwayne Johnson at, at Apple dot or at Mac.com, you now have to just give them the sexy pod editor sixty nine at <laughs> Mac.com. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure: I actually have four different Apple IDs. <laughs> I can I can give you I can give you good news though. Do you want Do you want the good news? At least there's a what little would, bit of good news. What would What would Todd do? Yeah, sure. Well, no, this isn't what Todd would do. I'm just calling back to earlier in the show because that's what I try to do. To you know, when we get near the end, I try to throw in a callback to make your editing life even more difficult. Um, the good news is that um, at some point next year. Um, should your should you break your card, um, you'll be able to order tools and parts from Apple to put it back together again. I'm pretty sure I've already broken. Apple has broken me. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Podbean, wherever you get your pods. Search Talking in the number two, no G, no space. We do have a page on Facebook. You can tweet us on Facebook. Pretty sure that's how that works. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. Make sure you are sending in your nominations for the toddies because that's how we got our award you can leave us a voicemail at 515 also cpa that's 515-257-6272 support for the editing of this podcast and god knows there's going to be some was brought to you by toddlers 3187 and number 17 in the letter g you can stop by and see us at the tuba city home office and museum please don't do that and the website as always is talking to todd.com Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking with us. Please tell your friends. Send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com, even though no one but Jesse does that. Todd, you took the question mark away after your name. I, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Todd? So, so according to uh, rapidwristbands.com, we can get we can order from them some of the plastic half inch in debossed uh what would todd do wwtd uh wristbands and they come in in in, in multiple sizes but i was looking at the half inch i think that looks good and there's uh, there's like 18 different colors um that looks great that's awesome and surprisingly if you have a single color Oh, there's even more colors. Oh my goodness. There's like 50 different colors. Surprisingly, they are one cent each. If. How, however, there's a catch. The wristband is one cent each. But if you order one of them, the shipping cost is $40.97. <laughs> Want cheaper shipping? The more wristbands you order, the lower your per band shipping cost will be. You think? <laughs> hey, what's your Apple card number? I want to order a couple of these. Two. My Apple card number is two. Right. Oh, my. oh my god. 
<laughs> what a mess. <laughs> I guess we'll have to clean that up next week when I'm talking to Todd. Hey, when you get the receipt at sexypodeditor69 at mac.com, can you send that to me so I can write this off? Sexypodeditor69. <laughs> oh. Sexy pod editor 69. oh. We should, you should probably bleep that out. We don't want anyone, we don't want anyone using that. that, that they could hack you. <laughs> <laughs>